Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast. I am Trisha Copeland, author and host of the show. Today's guest is author L.L. Hunter. L.L. Hunter is the author of over 50 published works, including the Legend of the Archangel series and the Eden Chronicles. She studied everything from veterinary nursing, forensic science, and dramatic arts. She's always known her true calling was to be an author. She's been writing since her teens, everything from fan fiction to song lyrics to plays and musicals. When not working on her next paranormal romance, she can be found at her home in Australia, reading somewhere comfortable with one or both of her fur babies. I'm so excited to hear about L.L. Hunter's books. Listen in as she tells us all about her series and her characters. Welcome to Finding the Magic. Today I have LL Hunter with me from Australia. What time is it there, LL? Hi. Um, it's about uh, lunchtime, midday. Lunchtime. Okay. It's almost 8 p.m. at night here, so that's a little weird. But um, I love having guest authors, and you write in all the genres I love, so I can't wait to hear about all your books. So tell me what those genres are, just for our listeners. So I write um, in both young adult and new adult, um, contemporary and fantasy. Um, it's just also a bit of crossover with um, dystopian as well. Oh, wow. We write in all the same genres. We're like sister souls here. <laughs> Why did you start writing? Um, I started writing because it's just something I always did um, as a teenager. I've always written like stories or, or, or song lyrics, lots of things. Um, but I started writing my first novel. Um, I was going through a bit of a tough time in my life um, about in about 2012, um, where I lost my my puppy dog and my cousin within a couple of months of each other. And I was studying um, at college or university. Um, going through exams and I was really stressed and, and I just sort of had a little mental breakdown. Um, so I was like, I quit my course um, and then I just had some time off. And then uh, I just started having these vivid dreams like um, of my, of my um, character Scarlett and, and, my, and her uh, love interest Distan um, in the Chronicles of Fire and Ice that's how my first novel sort of came to me is through these dreams and then at the like I at the time I was like going through this um thing where I was like I was I love like reading about Nephilim and angels and demons and all that I was reading like everything that's out there um and then I couldn't find anything that was like set in Australia or you know um so, I, so cool I yeah, yeah, that's my, I'm kind of getting chill bumps hearing you talk about your dream and how that you started your book. Yeah, it was really so eerie. Your books are set in Australia? Um, Some of them. Most okay. of them are, you know, well, some of them are made up, like some of the fantasy ones, like I have a uh, epic fantasy one that's set in a whole made up um, country, basically. My most recent fairy story is set in Australia, but in Middle Earth. So it's under our Earth, but I had to do a lot of research on Australia because it pretty much mirrors, their world pretty much mirrors ours, except they don't have computers, electricity, or technology, or anything like that. But I did a lot of work 
um, research on Eastern Australia mostly because that's where my characters are set. But yeah, that's where I live. So I just I live this north of Sydney. Okay. Um, yeah. Fun. Really cool. So tell me the setting and the storyline for the Fire and Ice book that you were talking about. Did I get that right, Fire and Ice? <laughs> the Chronicles of Fire and Ice. Yeah, I, I just most people just call it Fire and Ice. Um, so yeah, um, it's mainly set in Melbourne, Australia. Um, Scarlet, it's like, it's, like an, it's, it's about a school for Nephilim, for angels, where they go and, um, go and learn how to be angels, how to hone their sort of ma magical powers. Each uh, Nephilim has um, their own unique ability that, that comes, it sort of appears when they reach a certain age. Um, there's also, you know, so Scarlet is like, was the legend. Um, this, so this legend that is, there's no more archangels left. And basically this, um, basically they've all been murdered or just have died out. Um, and the world has been like um, taken over by Nephilim and angels. So there's basically not many humans left as well. Um, so the world building was that was really cool to think of like what would they do like would they drive or would they fly or um yeah so basically Scarlet is the it turns out she um has archangel blood and then um so there's this um sort of the bad guys are they're called the Lucifites they're sort of um they look up to Lucifer, they're all demons, and they want Scarlet for their own personal gain. Oh, wow. Yeah, then, I'm, I'm loving then, this. So I'm going to definitely have to pick up this series. And then there's Distin, who's her love interest, and who will do anything to protect her. But it's really, it's this conflict of interest. So Distin's brother is the leader of the Lucifites. So we have a little bit of a Romeo and Juliet, right, type scenario. Yeah, it's very interesting. Familiar. Super fun. I love that. So that's one series, the Fire and Ice series. And tell me about some of your other books. Yeah, so I have quite a few. I'm a bit prolific. Um, I've got a young adult mystery series at Small Contemporary. Um, it's more like a cozy mystery, sort of romantic suspense. It's set in like a... Basically, you know, think of it like Pretty Little Liars um, or like Out of Banks, you know, that show on Netflix, kind of like that. It's very, um, there's lots of murder mysteries. Um, it sets around this small town um, sort of in, um, you know, New Haven, sort of upper New York sort of areas, like fictional though. Um, so, and then there's all these series of murders that happen and the main protagonist, um, she thinks of herself as a little bit of a Nancy Drew. So she's like a darker version of that. So she's like thrust into the middle um, of and trying to investigate what's happening. And, in, and also she, is, she thinks of herself as like the social outcast, sort of a pariah. Um, and then she falls in love with like the um, sort of the popular guy. So it's really handsome sort of jock guy that everybody loves. So she's got to deal with like the high school angst 
as well as the murders. Wow. Yeah, I love Nancy Drew when I was younger, and I think I read almost all of her books um, or all of the Nancy Drew series. But so the one that I've read recently is One of Us is Lying, which was really intense. Oh, Have you read that yeah, book? I love that book. Oh, it made my That's stomach turn, but I, I have teenagers, so yeah. it kind of made my stomach turn that these teenagers were like so mean and so hateful to each other. And I know she took the care, you know, you, you exaggerate characters and personalities a lot of times when you're writing, but it was just, I mean, I liked the story and I didn't like the story. So there were like both parts of me on that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that series is kind of in the same vein as that. Um, Okay. Interesting. That sounds like a lot of fun. And did I read this right? You have over 50 books? Yeah, I just finished writing um, the 50th. It's, wow, uh, congratulations. Like 46 published, I think. Okay. And do you publish all of a series at one time? Like, do you write the whole series and then publish them all? Or do you release them one by one? Yeah, as I sort of write them, I'm at the moment, I'm working on two series. So that one and um, another one which is set in the sort of Nephilim universe. And do do all your like fantasy series continue each other or do you have one wrap up and then start a different one? Yeah, so the Nephilim universe, um, which starts with the Chronicles of Fire and Ice and it actually spans four series, but it's part of one big universe. Um, Yeah, so they're all connected. Okay. Yeah, I just sort of started my fairy story is like a takeoff of my first urban fantasy series. And because I feel like I can't let anything go. (laughs) So I love these characters so much. I'm like, okay, well, I have to continue their story somehow. Um, So doing those offshoots is a lot of fun. And I think for people that love love your world, they'll just like keep coming back. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's intentional. Sometimes it's it's not intentional, sometimes intentional to add a little Easter egg in there for an upcoming series. Uh, then you find like you get these plot bunnies and then it spans off. Right. Do you plan out the whole series before you start writing them? Do you know what's going to happen in each book before you start? Yeah, um, like the overall arc, um, pretty much know from the beginning what's going to happen at the end but some things do change you know their characters don't always like to behave and yeah they're pretty yeah, I, have a, I have a character that was supposed to be a bad character that I couldn't end up letting him be a bad character and he ended up with his whole his own book somehow <laughs> don't you just love those characters I do so if you're gonna pick like, I know it's really hard to do, but if you're going to pick one favorite character from one of your books, who would that be? Oh, I, um, I'll probably go with Scarlet because she is the first character that came to me in the Chronicles Fire and Ice. Um, I put a lot of myself in her. At first, she's a little bit naive. Like, when I was growing up, I was a bit naive about everything as well. Then she went through a lot of hardships to sort of find herself. And I found like I was growing with her as it was going on. So, yeah, yeah, I think I'd pick Scarlett. That's neat. That's very cool. I have to look at my cliff notes so I can uh, remember the questions I was going to ask you. Who are your favorite authors? 
Oh, um, I read a lot of different things. Mainly I love, um, my passion is like young adult fantasy. Uh, Cassandra Clare, um, Casey or Bond. Um, uh, just anything <laughs> I read, I read a lot. I do as well. Those are two of my favorite authors. And did you, so you have the fantasy series and you have some contemporary romance as well. Is that true? Can you tell me about those? Yeah, so I have a couple of um, contemporary romance series. One is set in Australia. It's based in like a college university setting. That's like, it's good, the, sort of the new adult angsty romance, but, uh, you know, schoolwork and that sort of thing that all comes with you know, navigating college life. Um, so that was really cool. And I, I loved writing, setting that in Australia too. Um, like I said, I, there's not many that um, are set in Australia. Um, but I also have this um, Hollywood romance series, my Written in the Stars series. Um, it's a little bit steamy, but it's, um, the first book, Woman in the Photograph, um, starts out in Australia because Chloe, is an Australian journalist. She works for like a entertainment column. Um, and then she, on an assignment, she ends up meeting a uh, movie star, an American movie star. And then um, one thing leads to another and then her life just gets sort of thrust into the sort of limelight and then secret photos are leaked and yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. That's I haven't like dove into that type of, um, I guess, like rip from the headlines books mm -hmm. yet. So it was really fun sort of reading that, um, like writing that series too, because um, I made up all these like fake headlines. It was really funny. I had kind of had to like, I don't normally read tabloid or tabloids or like those trashy um, gossip mags or, you know, I, I don't really watch a lot of those sort of entertainment programs but I had to sort of for research because I made up a lot of these fake headlines. That is super cool. The only time I read those is usually when I fly on a plane. For some reason that's like my guilty pleasure. I buy like three or four of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't even know. I could tell you who the stars are now. <laughs> so that's kind of sad. Very nice, yeah. Unless they're in a fantasy movie or a fantasy book, I'm not sure who they are. What are your favorite TV series to watch? Oh, um, I don't know. I, I watch pretty much everything. Um, as sort of a, you might find it weird, but um, as sort of a thing, I as a comfort thing, I, I like to watch true crime. I love oh. I love crime junkie at night it just I don't know it's something about the narrator or something it makes me fall asleep so if I I'm not tired or something I if I want to relax I just watch true crime a lot of people like that show I haven't watched it yet but in a lot of people I think especially the past year have had their favorite things that just they help yeah. them relax and they can watch over and over and they know what to expect from them so yeah. it is comforting in that way I've also been um, re-watching, I've seen it like a few times already, like it's just my other comfort thing is I've been uh, re-watching Shadowhunters. I haven't seen that one yet, so that's 
really yeah. on my list though. I've, I've heard it's really good. Mm -hmm. And am I right or not? Have you written some dystopian books? It sounds like Fire and Ice is a little bit dystopian and futuristic. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, it's set in the sort of um, near future, or in the future, imagine if angels took over the world. That is very cool. Yeah, I've got a couple of dystopian ones as well. I've got um, the Aqua Saga, which is set in the sort of underwater um, dystopian society, where everyone's sort of um, and it's got a lot of uh, sort of genetic engineering and sort of sci-fi um, ele elements to it. So it's it's a little bit military as well. So you can just, um, so um, Pim, the, my main protagonist, her father is like the general in their sort of, um, their sort of country. So he's like a bit of a dictator and he likes to experiment. Oh, interesting. So can they breathe? Or do they breathe water or are they like in pods under the water? Um, well, they they can, but um, in the main city, it's like um, they can breathe sort of underwater. Um, but if they can go swimming um, and hold their breath longer than normal people. Oh, okay. So they have like cities with air in them under the water. And is the whole earth been covered by water? Is that why they've adapted yeah. to this? Yeah. Interesting. Talk about, you know, rising seas and global warming or climate change, I guess. Okay. Fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. I would definitely pick that one up as well. This yeah, is my favorite question to yeah. ask my author guests. What do you like readers to come away from, from your books? And you could have different things based on the different series. So this might be a long answer. But... Um, I basically just want people to um sort of have an escape from their mundane life you know we're going through a pandemic at the moment i know for me i like to escape into um into books into fantasy worlds um i like to i like to watch something that's not um reminiscent of our, what we're going through um so i hope readers are getting that from my work especially, you know, the more fantasy um, series. Um, and also I want uh, especially young readers to um, believe that they can do anything. Um, so if, you're, if you want to be a writer, if you, you know, want to do anything, like go and um, fulfill any sort of dream, you can do it. And it seems like you're a pretty good example of that. If you've been writing since you were in, I guess, do you call it college in Australia or university? Uh, university, college, or even younger than when I was in high school. When I was like 16, I used to write too. Very cool. And what platforms do you write on? Have you published any Kindle Vela? Have you gone into that or are you just strictly ebook right now? Oh, no, I just, I'm not on Kindle Bella or anything. I just like normal, um, I, my books are on Apple, uh, Kobo, Barnes and Noble, um, Amazon in paperback and ebook. I do have some audio books, but I decided not to um, do any more. Oh, okay. So which series are on audiobook for my Pardon? listeners? Which series yeah. are on audiobook? Um, the Adelaide Page Saga, which is like more of a adult um, cozy mystery. 
and um, the Chronicles of Fire and Ice. So only, I've only done one book so far. Um, and then I've got one of my real little short stories, um, The Dragon Heart Keeper. Um, that's also a um, free ebook as well. And that's the start of my Dragonheart series. So it's a fantasy series that sort of has a lot of different mythical creatures like uh, dragons and witches and fairies and vampires. Oh, that sounds super fun. I am going to download that one right after this. And that will be my bedtime read, I think. So that's really cool so that listeners or readers can check out your work for a little mm -hmm. free short story. Those yeah. are always super fun. So what else do you want people to know about you or your life or what you might do outside of writing? Um, just want to add a little known fact. Um, people might not, might not know. I've said it a couple of times on social media, but um, and I'm quite open with it now. I used to not be, um, but I'm actually I actually have a learning disability. I on the autism spectrum and have anxiety, um, and I actually was born with low vision. So, um, yeah. It's another barrier to sort of work through in uh, publishing and writing. And being on a podcast like this, I can imagine. And I have to say, kudos to you, because a lot of my podcast guests, I say, hey, do you want to record the video as well? And they're like, no, 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 I just want to talk. I don't want to be on a video. So thank you I so much. I normally would have done that, but I'm like, oh, no, I've got to put myself out there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's so much fun. I'm gonna like refer back to my little questions here. Do you have writing goals for yourself? I, it sounds like this is a full-time gig, right? Yeah, now uh, during the, um, say during the like lockdown, during lockdown at the moment, um, I do have another job, but it's just part-time. I work at a theater in Sydney. Um, at the moment we're closed, um, but yeah, so pretty much been focusing on my other job so yeah, this is what I love to do. That's amazing that you've written 50 books in about 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. So five books a year, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I've been publishing for almost six, six years now, I guess. So not that many books written. <laughs> what comes next for you? What are you writing right now? And what are the books that are gonna be published next in your world? Um, so I'm working on um, a the fourth book in the Ebony Angel series, which is part of the Nephilim universe. Um, it's called The Goddess Apprentice, and I don't want to give anything away for people who haven't like read that series. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm writing at the moment, and that'll be released next year. Um, the next book that's going to be published, though, is um, Cruel Summer, which is the third book in my Summervale series that comes out on September 30. And what type of book is that? That is Young Adult Mystery, Cozy Mystery. Mystery, the mystery. Okay. Very cool. I don't know if you're going to get me to those mystery murder things. I, I tend to be a little squeamish, as you can tell. Well, I also studied like forensic science um, in college. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm used to it. Oh, that's very cool. So do you bring a lot of your background in that into your books then? 
Yeah, especially um, if you read the Adelaide Page saga, um, there's a lot of what I learned in there because she's a pathologist, forensic pathologist. Oh, fun. That is super fun. And do you have any other like background that you bring into your stories? Um, I don't know. I, I have a, a dramatic art sort of background as well. Um, I've always been creative writing. I was a singer. I was in a band um, years ago, but we just didn't have time to rehearse. So it sort of didn't just fizzled out. It was kind of like a folky uh, cover band, folky pop thing um, with my best friend. Um, we just played lots of covers. Um, I also used to write uh, song lyrics, um, a lot of things. That is super fun. Yeah, I am always so impressed with people that are creative and do those performing arts. My background is in science as well. And I would have never thought I would have been a writer mm -hmm. until like maybe five or six years ago. And I finally was like, okay, I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, because I, my brain is just, I always felt it was like so science and is that left brain or right brain? I don't, I always get the two. <laughs> but I always felt so science oriented until I realized that what I liked about research was the creative part and trying to figure out how to figure out things. Yeah. So it's interesting to me that you were in, had that science side as well. Not so much the math side. I'm really terrible at math, like the whole equations and like all the chemistry, all the equations. I, ugh. I like, that I, wasn't exactly my strong sword either. I was more in biology, but yeah, biology. I, yeah, I was in environmental biology, so I didn't go the forensic or um, epidemiology or pathology route. Yeah. So no guts or blood or anything. I, I, I don't mind. I, I do mind. have vampires, so I do have some blood in my book, but it's a little YA. I'm a little squeamish, as I said. <laughs> I love a good YA vampire story. Which vampire, have, how many vampire books have you read? Or have you read all of them? Oh, in like, yeah, I went through a couple of crazes where I was like uh, picking up every vampire series I could find or every angel series I could find. So I've like pretty much what a lot, a lot. Oh, fun. Yeah, so I've read a lot of vampire books, but I haven't strayed very much. And I wrote my fantasy, it was like, or my fairy fantasy, it was like out there because I never thought I was going to write it and I hadn't really researched other fairy books. And then after I wrote it, I started researching. I was like, oh, mine's a little different, but that's okay. Yeah, different's so, good. good. Yeah, I love, and I, yeah, and kind of circling back to the dream, I really love that you had that dream. I had a friend move away recently and I was sad because I wasn't, I had seen her before, obviously, but I wasn't getting to see her like right before she moved away. And I dreamed, it's kind of a sad dream, but it was a good dream. I dreamed that she died, not that she was moving. I dreamed that she died. So it was super sad, but then she came back as an angel to see me. Aww. And then I was just so happy in my dream that I got to see her. And then I called her and told her that. And she was like, I, she was kind of floored, I think. But anyway, it was, I love dreams like that. And I completely mm -hmm. A lot of my stories actually came from dreams yeah a lot but, of them are dreams yeah I haven't I haven't done that before I I don't dream like that very often so I don't know maybe I'm too tired I, all the I, time. I don't much anymore I, I don't I, 
tend to have less vivid dreams now, but it's mainly uh, when I like, you know, have a, it's like fever dreams when I'm sick, they're more vivid. Maybe so, yeah. I don't know, I wonder if you dream more when you're younger. I yeah, don't know. That would be interesting to look up. Hmm. That's cool. So when you have a dream, do you just wake up and write it down right away so you don't forget it? Yeah. Oh, if it's really, really vivid, I can still remember it the next day. Right. Yeah. So with obviously that one I told you about, I remember that one. But like most of them, if I go back to sleep, I don't remember them. So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I, do, I have my phone next to my bed or, you know, a notepad and I just write down certain things. Very cool. Well, Ella Hunter, tell my audience where we can find you in your book. So my books are available on um, Apple, um, Amazon, and Kindle and paperback, and some in audio, and Kobo, Barnes and Noble. I said Apple, didn't I? Yeah, most of the platforms where you buy eBooks, um, and you can find me. I'm most active on Instagram at LL Hunter, and I'm on TikTok and Twitter and Facebook at LL Hunter Books. Great. We will have all of our listeners following you. And thank you very much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Bye. It was so much fun to talk to LL Hunter today. I can't wait to dive into her Nephilim series. Nephilim series. Sorry, a little hard to pronounce that one. You can find LL Hunter at llhunter.com, at LL Hunter on Instagram, Facebook, and LL Hunter Books on Twitter. Thank you for listening in and keep finding the magic.